Hi, Triple Threat friends. I just wanted to say hello. Um, it is so very rare that we often get to have live interviews in person. So um, I took advantage of a show that I was working on, The Wiz, with a partnership between Norfolk State and Virginia Stage Company, and I got to music direct and conduct the show. And in the show, we had a fantastic, fantastic uh, group of individuals that came in from New York, our uh, associate choreographer and equity deputy, Jordan Dunlap, and our two uh, witches, Glinda and Eveline, and our Glinda also played Aunt M, uh, played by Nicole Powell, played Aunt M and Glinda, and uh, Leona Michelle, who played Eveline, and they have amazing Broadway credits to their names. Jordan, unfortunately, couldn't join us for this interview, but we are going to do a live interview later. Um in the month, and we're going to have that up for you soon. But over brie cheese, which is my favorite, a uh, little bit of wine and some great conversation, this podcast happened, and I am so excited for you guys to hear it. We laugh, we reminisce, and we talk about the future, and we talk about all the amazing things that are to be done in this world and with this industry. So please enjoy this podcast. I'm so excited to bring it to you, and I hope that you enjoy it. It's a little bit long, but it's so incredibly worth it. Enjoy the Wiz at the Wells podcast with Leona Michelle and Nicole Powell. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy. It's okay. Okay, what are we talking about? All right, come on, let's do it. Uh, all about you. Tell me about life. Ugh. Tell me about career. Yes. You're boring. You lies, you tell. I am boring. Um, so, where did you get your starts? <laughs> let's go all yeah. the way back there. That is oh, that's that's such a good question. Years ago. Bring it back. Bring it back. I can't back. remember that. Bring it back. back. <laughs> okay, so I got my start. Um... In Springfield, Massachusetts, Springfield, when I came out of, we ain't going to do no dates, <laughs> came out of high school. Well, no, I was in high school, actually, like Lana. That's, that's Dorothy, for those of you who don't know, and Liz, at the Virginia State Theater Company. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> we closed this Sunday in the 30th. <laughs> There was a tour of Dream Girls that was going on, oh, wow. and then um, they came to my hometown, and um, I was able to audition for and was the youngest cast member. Wow. And I understudied Dina and Laurel. Yes, yeah, girl. Yes. It was awesome. It was really awesome. And I definitely got the bug then. But prior to that, I will say that I was like the kids who come to our matinees. You know, at 11 years old, watching a show, and the show that I remember was Romeo and Juliet. And um, uh, I remember that Romeo was a black male, and he was the only black person on stage. Uh And I I just fell under his spell. I couldn't believe that we could talk like that, like Mm. we could do Shakespeare. And I was just like... What is happening? Mm. Really? Where is he from? How does that happen? <laughs> and I was just like confused and in awe and fascinated. And then I started just reading a bunch of Shakespeare plays. And I really wanted to just do Shakespeare and do it on a high level. And so that I don't know who that I wish I knew who that actor was um, that rocked my world that day at 11 years old. Um, but that was definitely the moment I knew that I wanted to be an artist. Yeah, uh, I fell in love with the art wow. immediately, and um, that's 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 my tale. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I I I just told Leona this in um, in the dressing room, 
Mm-hmm. Just during the first act, I think. Um, that I really think... Uh, well, first of all, my mother put me in ballet class when I was four. Yes. And um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't, you know, of course, at four or five years old, you don't really think about career. <laughs> but um, I think I was in second grade when um, I did... <laughs> Our class is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Guess who I was? Snow White. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to make you guess. I'm going to make you guess. <laughs> sneezing. <laughs> no, not sneezing, not Duffy. Not even one of the dwarves. Oh. Well, we, uh, 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 she didn't have a name, though. The Apple? Was the Queen? Her? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's going to be hard. I'm going to put you out of your misery. I was the mirror. (laughs) Yes. I was the mirror, honey. And my mother had made me this beautiful purple dress with with gold and silver trim and a big cardboard um, oval (laughs) that was was laid with aluminum foil. I didn't know your mom made it. No, my mother made it. And um, that was to go over my my head so that my head will peek through the hole. No. And so I would look like a mirror. And the, the wonderful thing was, um, you know, I learned all my lines. And, you know, because she asked, you know, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the best of them all? And I said, not you, honey. I said, you know, whatever the line was. <laughs> Snow White. And But the thing is that, you know, as soon as I got up and the little girl looked in the mirror and saw me, the parents... In the room, started giggling, and I had no idea why. Oh no! Well, later on, when I got older, I realized that there was the the kids in the class were all white except for me. And so here's this little white girl looking in the mirror and seeing this black face staring back at her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they thought that it was hilarious. But it got so much attention that the principal, you know, after the play was over, the principal was before my parents even was the first to like scoop me up in his arms and hug me and say, oh, wow. tell me how great I was. And I was just like, wow, this is, this play stuff is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was a very shy, quiet child. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like a, a huge thing for me to get like all this attention that I really wasn't looking for. But um, that must have, that must have, you know, looking back, must have put the bug in my, in wow. my head. Um, but yeah, I just, you know, I didn't go to a performing arts high school or anything like that. I just did plays in school and then finally went to, to Howard University and studied theater and wow. loved it and idolized people like Debbie Allen, mm-hmm. you know. Have you ever worked with Debbie? I've never worked with her, but I've uh, met her a few times and Felicia even more. Oh, wow. Yeah. Love yeah. They both um, came to shows I've done and okay. I saw them afterwards and... Um, and they I heard came, they're very funny together. They're hysterical. <laughs> they came to Howard when I was like maybe a sophomore, junior, and um, they did like workshops and oh, that's and so they, cool. you know, would like joke together and they oh they have hilarious together. and funny. their mother to get and their mother oh really, really? Close with their mom wow. yeah 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 yeah. Now after college, how long did it take you to book your first big thing? Mm. Big thing? Yeah. So funny. We talked about these things. Yeah, have, just today. These conversations we had See, in the dressing room. Like, got my notes. You got my notes. I well, see. you know, when you're after college, <laughs> any gig you book seems like a big thing. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, for That's me, right. it was right away. Um, it was like the first year I was out of college. Me and another friend of mine who I graduated with, we were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. We're, <laughs> we're, we're doing a, it was like a little off-Broadway off play that was like during... 
um, it was like a tribute to Martin Luther King. Oh, wow. And it was like, yeah, it was like in the theater, right on Theater Row. And we were like, oh, my God, this is the big time. <laughs> <laughs> and we, like, got paid, like, I don't know what, like, I don't know, 200-something dollars a week or something. Oh, wow. And it was like, it, but it was like a big deal. It was like a, it was a paycheck. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, we're a professional now. Right. <laughs> but we weren't equity or not, not yet anyway. But I don't know. The first yeah. big thing was probably... To me, was um, my first. You were tour. in LA, right? Um, I got my first equity contract in LA, but right. my first tour was actually a non-equity tour of Dreamgirls, mm-hmm. and um, and that was with people who are now like Broadway names, wow. like Kapitia Jenkins. Really? Yeah, she was Effie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, All right then. Yeah. That's so cool. Mine happened right immediately after, during grad school, rather. Our grad program had a connection with, uh, just like Virginia Stage has here with uh, NSU, we had it with the Norfolk, I'm sorry, Norfolk. We had it with the, um, uh, golly, what's the name of that theater? Newport, Newport in Boston, uh, a regional theater, and I was able to... Uh, play Cordelia in King Lear, Shakespeare, <laughs> which was a dream. And uh, I worked with Austin Pendleton. Okay. And um, that was incredible. He was my dad. And he got to, I got to carry him off stage when he died. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, that's when I started earning my equity points during grad school, which was a great transition. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of grad programs, what happens is they, um, when you come to New York City, they set it up so that you have a showcase in New York City. So I was able to meet an agent immediately and and um, have the transition of have, going immediately into regional theater mm-hmm. and really building up my points to become That's awesome. That's professional. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't yeah, do a lot that. of schools. <laughs> I should have done that, but I didn't. So, <laughs> so then... Throughout the journey of getting to Broadway and tours, and what lessons have you learned that are just so important to pass on? Both good and bad. I think that there's so many things out there that young people don't know. Yeah. Well, I I think the first thing that comes to mind Mm -hmm. is um, be somebody that people want to work with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It seems really simple. Like, well, why wouldn't, you know, but you'd be surprised. That's good. You know what I mean? That's good. That goes all the way down to when you go into an audition. Because at the end of the day, when people, um, casting directors and directors, when they're sitting across the table and you go into your audition and you do it and you do it well, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a job. Right. Right. You have to be likable, mm-hmm. like just personable mm-hmm. and not just be so presentational when you come in and be a robot mm-hmm. when you walk into the room. Because what they're thinking about at the end of the day is, do I want to be in a room with you for eight for hours eight, yeah. a day mm-hmm. for, for the four next weeks or whatever four weeks of my life? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be fun? You know? Right. So you have to really bring yourself to the work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. That's a great one. I think a lot of people, a lot of young people come to New York and they have this thing about them that is like, I'm a professional and I'm going to come into the room, I'm going to give you my music, and there's no, there's a disconnect there, mm-hmm. you know, versus being in the room. Don't run in and run out. Yeah. Come in here and meet the people. Right. Yeah. You know, there's that part and then there's the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's true. I mean, I've uh, when I did uh, when I auditioned for Ragtime the revival, um, the director actually made phone calls. <laughs> yes, she did. I've had that. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder calls. if that's a black thing. A little check-in. Yeah, it could be, but I, I think this this particular director, she knew some people who were auditioning for her, and but there was a, a host of people she didn't know. And she wanted to know, she's very big on, you know, I need this to be a, a environment conducive to creativity mm. and family and... You know, okay. love and good spirits, you know. And she really wanted that experience because this was her actual, even though she was a very uh, beautifully credited director, this was her Broadway debut as a director. Okay. Uh-huh. And she wanted this experience to be wonderful for everybody across the board. Mm-hmm. So she picked people who were of one spirit, of one mind, you know, like-minded. Yeah. So she made phone calls, honey. Yes, she did. And she told me. <laughs> Because I didn't know her. And she called my company manager from Hairspray mm-hmm. and said, so, um, you know, this Nicole Powell was in um, Final Callbacks and we really like her and we want to cast her, but we, we're checking to see if uh, how, how she was she to, to work, work with. with. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I had that done to me for Book of Mormon. Yeah? Yeah. Found yeah and it. I was like, well, all right. I'm... And, and they were like, yeah. And they said that you were wonderful. They were like, oh, please, yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's, oh, so that's, awesome. that's good. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. it's, a, it's a little, yeah. It's yeah. A little, like, not going to say off-putting, but it's it's like a little, like, you're you t- taking it back. You're yeah. like, oh, somebody's checking up on me. Yeah. But at the same time, I could totally understand mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But yeah. they did that same t- t- to you, too. Absolutely, I did. Mm-hmm. They did. And I, I don't remember how I found out about it, but... Actually, I think I found out from Casey Nicola just saying it. Like, yeah. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Yeah, we called. We and, called and, and checked up on you. Yeah, people love you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and well, I'm just still thinking about, you called. Who did you call my mom? Like, who, who did you talk to? to? <laughs> is a hit. Yeah. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, I kind of think like, you know, black women naturally have that thing about, we've been stamped with that. We're sassy, mm-hmm. we're extra, we're this, mm-hmm. and we're that. And I do find that as a professional that, you know, there is that part of me. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to shrug it to, to the side all together completely. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, I know that I'm a professional. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a professional. You know, and in being a professional, there's an etiquette that comes along with the game. You show up on time. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a director. He has a vision. You have to respect it, and he's the leader of the pack. You know, and um, and I and I don't know the the thing of like black, black. I won't even say women. Black people. Um, I think there is that that, that stigma of being feared in some kind of way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like we're gonna be hard to work with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have performed with the best of them, and. That is not the case. But it's unfortunate that some there have been people who made a bad reputation for mm-hmm. that. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So people do. They check. Yeah. They check. So what do you value in a community in terms of, because you're here with us at Norfolk State and Virginia Stage Company, what do you value in coming to a new environment? Whereas in New York, it's a whole different place and you you know people know people who know people. Right. But now you're traveling and you're in all these different areas. What do you... 
look for in terms of, I'll take that gig. I see something. <laughs> a check. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> and honesty. There we are. And good night, everybody. <laughs> and we're canceled. Good night. You do, well, you do um, worry about, well, I, I know um, the, the material is important to me mm-hmm. at this point in time. For me to go away from home, away from my husband, um, the the material has to be something that's like almost on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, the Wiz was definitely, even though I did it freshman year in college, mm-hmm. you know, I was a winky and, you know, one of the yeah. ensemble, I was a dancer. <laughs> um, but I always wanted to play Glinda. Even when I was a kid, I didn't mm-hmm. want to play Dorothy, I wanted to play yeah. Glinda. That's her. And so when this opportunity came, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, um, so the material, and then you really don't know what the community is going to be like until you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I, oftentimes we'll ask um, our friends, our colleagues, have you worked at such and such and such and such? How was it for you? You know, I usually do a little digging around before I, <laughs> yeah. before I accept or before I come. Um, but you, you don't really know until you go there mm-hmm. because... Directors change, artistic directors change, theater companies, the housing changes. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you don't really know until you get there and you just pray that you're going to be comfortable. But Mm -hmm. I really look to feel comfortable in the environment where I'm staying, um, how the costumer and the director treats you as a professional so that you can do your best work. But unfortunately... It's a learning on the job process, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I'll piggyback on what she, what, what Nicole just said. Um, for me, there, there's something really special about regional theater, and it's like those little things, like you show up to a city, and you get to, you land at your spot after you know that you've been selected to play this role, mm-hmm. and the responsibility of that. And then you get there, and you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You you probably Google some of your castmates. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm going where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Then you arrive to your hotel room, and you get the welcome packet. Yes. On the letterhead paper. <laughs> and then you're like, whoa, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. We have to read through tomorrow. I'm excited. A welcome packet that explains everything about the city, mm-hmm. about the company, and they leave you some really gourmet, the gourmet coffee, maybe a bottle of wine. I don't, I don't know and what you're like, you're now. I'm so ready for tomorrow. <laughs> and then you go to bed early, then you wake up in the morning, right. you either get there at 10 o'clock in the morning, and then you arrive to the read-through, and there's a mug with your name on it. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Girl, where, 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 where is this? Where is this? Yeah, new cup. Are we like, the I mean, the, your name is on it like on like a piece of sticker. Like a sticker. I'll take on the, the sticker. Mug, and it says, La Anna Mashap. And you're like, hey, that's me. Okay, <laughs> so this is my mug. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's like that ritual. And then everybody goes around in a circle. And you tell you who you are. says their names. Mm-hmm. And then the designers present everything. Right. And they say, this is your character in your right. life. Yes, thank you. Yes. I, I love that. Like, I love that. I look forward to that. Like, yeah. the ritual of building something up from the ground up, even if it's been done before. It's something about just from the, the collaborative. Roots. The collaboration. The, designer, the yeah. designers come and they show you their designs awesome. and everything. It's just, yeah, it is cool. It's exciting. It is exciting. To have all those creative minds in one space mm-hmm. at one time and it comes alive. Theater's magical in that way. 
Now, without giving times and locations and areas and people and names, mm-hmm. have there ever been process? Have there ever been communities that you've had to step away from for personal reasons or for it just doesn't fit? Yeah, hmm. you have like completely step away, like step away from like the leave? contract. Yeah, um, I would imagine I not often, but I, you know, I ever left a project. I don't think I have. I don't think I've never left. I wanted to. But I have not um, left a project, no. Yeah, no, I haven't. I don't think things have been so bad that I was like, I can't. Mm-hmm. You know? I've, I've had less than desirable accommodations. Mm-hmm. But usually those are short contracts, like right. two or three weeks. Um, but yeah, no, I've yeah. never had... I've, and there's always, I've been very fortunate to have really good casts, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> I see you. Yeah. I have, this cast is great. This cast, I love this cast. Yeah. I love me some Nicole Powell. <laughs> That's my girl. Yeah, That's Michelle. my girl, dog. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny. We have a really good friend in common, Harriet Defoy. Harriet Defoy, y'all. Um, Google her. Google her. Brother girl. Um, and I saw Leona in Amazing Grace. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize Did you that see this it? was... I didn't. I have the cast album. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yes. I it. It's all about Daybreak. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and when I saw her name, I didn't realize it was the same, same person until I was like, oh, gosh, yes, Amazing Grace. Oh, my gosh, you worked with Harriet. And we're like, oh, yes, Harriet, isn't she wonderful? And so she we just bonded instantly. And we oh, were so awesome. glad that we both, like, took this contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we can have some adult time. I, yes. Yes. I love the students, but it's nice to have adult time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's too funny. So talk to me about Broadway. Mm. Yeah. That happened. It happened. And it happened. what was it like? What, I mean. It was great. Oh. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it's great. It was wonderful. It's great. We always look forward to a, another, and, another yeah. go at it. Another mm-hmm. show, yeah. Another show. I remember um, the first, um, when I first got Hairspray, which is my first uh, production contract on Broadway, because I had a production contract on tour, um, I felt like I, be- I finally, even though I was born and raised in New York, that it was finally, I was a part of the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Yes, you were yes. part of it. It's true. And I'm walking to the theater, and I see the lights, the, you know, Hairspray lit up on 52nd Street, and I'm like, I... That's what I belong to. That's the show I'm going to be. That's the show I'm in. And and you know what? It's it's like, okay, you get get your first Broadway contract, and then you're like, um, let me see if this is really overrated. Like, Broadway, 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 Broadway. (laughs) And then you're like in your dressing room, and then you walk outside your theater, you see your picture, and you're like, you you see the program, there used to be people coming in, and you get the parties, and y'all, and you're like, oh no, it's not overrated. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. It's true. Get it goes, it goes big. It goes really big. Because there are people who don't appreciate it. Because they yeah. get it early. 
And don't appreciate it in what way? They don't appreciate the fact that they are one of the few working actors, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, working on the highest level of theater. Right. Yeah. And, um, it's what it really you is. know, it's like, say, let's say that they are an understudy of a principal and they are 22, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, um, they're just like, oh, you know, I'm supposed to go on and I'm going to have my agent call and nothing wrong with being ambitious, nothing wrong with wanting to, you know, spread your wings and do your part. But, um, I think that, you know, because I was, among a lot of young people in Hairspray. Um, you know, every once in a while, I would meet people who just were not... Ta- they were talented as all get out, mm-hmm. but they just were not living in the moment. And they were not appreciative of where they wasn't enjoying it as much as they could be at mm-hmm. that moment. Always striving to... And you can always strive to do more. Right. But always love what you're doing at the time. Right. Because yeah. then why? Why? Why are you doing it? When are you going to enjoy it? Right. True, you know. That's true. Yeah, cast album. You want Good Morning America? You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's a, all, it's all kinds of TV going on. <laughs> TV talk shows and stuff. It's, it's awesome. The I view with Whoopi. I know, right? <laughs> you got uh, some couch time. Sit down and mm. talk all day. <laughs> yeah. So you both have worked with director choreographers. Mm-hmm. And yes. their own right, and they're fantastic. Jerry Mitchell for Hairspray and mm-hmm. Casey Nicola for Book of Mormon. Mm-hmm. What is that like to watch their process? Mm. Um, well, I remember working with Marsha Milgram Dodge, who was a director mm-hmm. and choreographer um, on Ragtime, and she, uh, it was really about organizing and um, budgeting your time. And she also had an assistant director who did a lot of the, taught some of the choreography and make sure it was clean. Um, but she was very specific, and she gave equal amount of time to choreography as much as it could, because Ragtime's not a big mm-hmm. dance show. But Those numbers got to pop, though. But, yeah, but they yeah, have to, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very specific because of the time period. Yep. And the cultures, the three different cultures we're talking right. about, and they all had their own movement, their own style. And she made sure that it was poignant and accurate and specific and um, and that everything made sense and I love the way everything everything had a reason like not, everything had a story mm-hmm. and historically accurate and even my like childhood dance teacher came and he was like oh I'm the choreography <laughs> you know he was like right. he was like looking for it he was just like oh you did the cakewalk it was just it was just wonderful and so it was really nice to see somebody Mm-hmm. Do it all like that. Mm-hmm. I I work with Jerry, but it, he was only as a choreographer. Um, I didn't work with him as a director. Um, it was uh, Jack O'Brien who directed Hairspray. Okay. And um, but they worked beautifully together. Mm-hmm. They were so respectful of each other that I looked forward to sitting down and getting notes. It was so <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah. that was not a pain in the ball. We got your notes now. Yeah. No, I no. relished mm-hmm. yeah. in sitting down with Jerry Mitchell and Jack O'Brien to get notes. Right. Yeah. Yes. 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 Ah, yes. totally. Totally. You know what I'm saying. That was the same. But do you feel life. like that's um, lost now? In terms of, hmm. I love getting notes. I love being able to sit down and just listen. Yeah, I do you love find it too. That that's I like. How was Casey? You know, well, with Casey, and you also had the 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 the, the, um, 
the the dudes from from South Park. Yes. As oh partner, yeah. Yeah. Oh Matt, yeah. Matt and Trey. Yes, yes. Matt and Trey. You know, those two guys. Stone, they knew what they Stone. want. They were in the room. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I will say, I'm such a creator on my own. Like I like to like play and explore. That's just naturally what I do. Mm-hmm. Like I like to come to rehearsal and like have a thing, mm-hmm. and I go, "Oh, I'm gonna try this," and "Oh, I'm gonna try that." Yes, you and do, that and I love process, watching it, and it is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the formula that I was used to mm-hmm. because they're very clear about what they want, mm-hmm. and that was the first time I stepped into a show when I felt like this is a machine. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is a formula, and rightfully so yes. because really the way. They set up their comedy. It worked. It is it worked. Oriented. They they knew how to get the laugh, and it was smarter than anything I could have thought of. Mm-hmm. Even though I, you know, I pride myself on my own style of comedy, it wasn't their style of comedy. Mm-hmm. It was what they wanted, and mm-hmm. you just did that. Um, so that 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 was the room that I worked in, and I I, I quickly jumped on board with that. Um, as soon as that was established, you know, you come in, you do it, you do it, you do your thing, you do your thing, and they're like, Leon Michelle, <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, on this line. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, leave all that at home. Yes, that's, that's wonderful. Well, this we is need what to we want. <laughs> come to our show. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Did Casey do uh, Drowsy uh, Chaperone? Was he that? did Drowsy Chaperone. He did, um, um, uh, the, Aladdin, the, right? Right now, this is something rotten. Something, something rotten. Something oh, yeah. rotten. He's got a Dream Girls coming in yeah. right now. That's in the West End. Well, it's funny you tell and, that story because I chatted with Beth Level and she said the same thing. She was like, "He asked me to just go for it yeah. and to try things, but knowing that he had his own vision in mind, but mm-hmm. he was like, let's see if you're funnier than me.'" Mm-hmm. And she, as the you know drowsy chaperone who won a Tony for it, she's right. like, "I put everything out there and oh, I yeah. crawled across that stage and I stuck my." I had in a pit and crawled to the end of the stage, <laughs> right, right. nailed that song, and you hear in the audience, she goes, I heard in the audience at the end of it, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I gave it all. And he was yeah. like, no, we're good. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's what that was. I was in my audition for, for Book of Mormon, and that was like, I, walk, I decided I was going to just go in here and just be from Uganda immediately, and yeah. I introduced myself. My name is Leona Michelle, and I am from Uganda, and I am going to sing for you a song from my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> and I sang this song a cappella, and he was like, oh my gosh, what part of Uganda are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's just why you just choose the food, you know? Um, but when I worked with, um, the, the flip side of that is I worked with like Gay Barry and Amazing Grace. And that was so collaborative. That was mm-hmm. so bring yourself to it. And it was just like the opposite night and day, mm-hmm. you know, which was great. That's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to those kids that are graduating high school and going into their first year of musical theater school? And then on the same boat, what would you give to those that are graduating college and getting ready to come to the city? High school and college. Hmm. They're high, the high school ones are going into college, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, they're babies, mm-hmm. really. Um, I think the one thing I, I, I didn't get in college um, was the business side of 
theater or actually they taught me how to do the job but they didn't teach me how to get the job oh does that make sense yeah it does make sense that's great um and um uh, it might say that again you gotta say it again (laughs) that was really (laughs) yeah i knew how to do the job but i didn't i wasn't sure how to get the job wow and so and so i think whatever program you go into um after high school I think that's really important that mm-hmm. you, um, if they don't teach you how to get the job, then you have to f- you have to search and do your research and and I don't know how if whether you talk to professionals or go to workshops, audition <laughs> workshops, but it's really about getting the job, knowing how to audition because that is a yeah. skill. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. It's a skill that's different than performing. To to this day, I'm yeah. such a, I'm a much better performer than I am an auditioner. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I still go to auditions and say, why did I do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so going into college, I think that's um, something that people need to concentrate on as well as honing their I skills. I don't know why they don't teach that. Like, it should be paired up. Some like teachers, the the, like some the teachers are not, um, are not, I think, incorporated into the, into what's happening. So they, I mean, they're teaching. You really learn the you talent, do. but I mean, they're teaching how to hone the skills and how to, you know. Here's the problem I say, but I came out of grad school, mm-hmm. and I was offered a production contract for a show. I just randomly went to this audition in grad school now, and. I had a, 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 I already had a summer gig to do a, a summer, um, what do you call it? Uh, summer stock. Summer stock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Summer stock. Okay. Mm-hmm. As we know. Yes. As we know how they pay. Yes. And production contract. Mm-hmm. As we know. Mm-hmm. And we know how to, they pay. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know how what a co- production contract was. All I knew was that that contract conflicted with this contract, and I already said yes to these people. And I said when they offered it to me on the spot because it was too good to be true. When I sang my song and I did decide, they're like, "Are you available to start next week?" And I'm like, "Um, no, I'm not because I already have a contract." And um, no, well, let me check and see. And they were like. They looked at me like oh, I had 5,000 heads. 5,000 heads. Oh. As I walked away from a production contract, oh. thought I was biding my time with them. I'm like, well, what show do you have to do? Well, I'm going to be doing um, a, a summer stock production that I was so excited about. <laughs> of course you were. So excited oh, about. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just goes to show you, like, who sat down with me ever? And said, these are contracts. And when you have a production contract, this means A, B, and C. When you have a Laura B, Laura C, Laura D, this means A, B, and C. Like, how do you know that? Right. If nobody ever says, this is the contract world. This is what you aspire to do. These are levels. Yeah. Mm. This is the highest level. If I said this is like a Broadway contract, I would be like, oh, that's like a Broadway contract. (laughs) Oh, that's like a Broadway contract. (laughs) But the lingo I didn't have yeah, at yeah. my fingertips. Like, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And it wasn't until I went back to school and I was like, yeah. And everyone was like, call them now, call them now. And, of course, that part was gone. Yeah. Right. You know? And the schools are not teaching like the one, two, threes of the industry. Mm-hmm. And you need to know it. Yeah. Right. You did you ever get to work with those people it. again? 
or explain to um, them like you t- I didn't know I'm sorry no that was a ship that had sailed <laughs> the ship had sailed I won't mention the show but the yeah, show yeah. went up and down which is fine but um I still would have loved to have been a part of it of course you know and I didn't I didn't get that contract it was wow. something I talked myself out of and <laughs> you know something? It really was, you know. Just because you didn't know. Just if you would have wow. known, it would have been and a And because they story. were offering it so freely on the table, like so fast. Yeah, like, you know, I, wow. I didn't think nothing of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But we have to know. You have Vocabulary to is important, guys. But it is. But it is. so important. Yeah. Like, where did, who's sitting down and teaching about contracts? Mm-hmm. Who's sitting down and teaching about equity rules and guidelines and bylaws? Right. Mm-hmm. Who's who's having those conversations about, um, um, you know, we have our TV and our film auditions, but I, I you know, I think about a lot of grad programs don't even really teach mm-hmm. the, you you know the difference, but are you teaching the difference right. yeah. about how how to make that transition? Mm-hmm. You know, it's huge. No, and I know that a lot of the people that listen, they know what equity is, and they know that a lot of equity do Broadway, and mm-hmm. they get great contracts and bigger paycheck and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. What, if you could sum up what being equity is and some of the, I guess, perks or some of the things that are, things to know, what is it like to be equity? It's such a broad and <laughs> difficult question, but... Well, you're protected. Mm-hmm. Um, the rules are there because they're, um, they're, they're supposed to be there for your benefit. I mean, there's certain things that, um, especially when you leave home, whether you're on tour or you're doing regional theater, um, that protect you. There are rules that sort of protect you when it comes to housing, when it comes to traveling, when it comes to how many hours you work, um, so you can do your best work. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's equity rules as far as Broadway is concerned and, and off-Broadway is concerned. And um, and these days, I mean, it, it, it develops and it grows year after year. And there's different presidents of equity. And right mm-hmm. now we have a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, Very new, yeah? Yeah. Well, she's About a, a Broadway She's a couple oh, of years now. Oh, it's Kate Schindel. Kate Schindel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Miss, Miss, Amer- Miss something. Miss America? Was she Miss America? Miss... Was she? I just know her from her fierce roles in Broadway. <laughs> she's Miss... Uh, Miss she's she might be Miss State, but I can't remember what state it is. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just... it's. It's um, yeah. It's it's just a very it's a protective, you know, just like any union, mm-hmm. just like a, a labor any labor union, you know, it's there for you to um, produce the way you should without having um, being taken advantage of mm-hmm. in any sort of way. Absolutely, absolutely. Everything Nicole just said, <laughs> you know, and the thing like I really got a great sense of of just having to be a part of the union, both unions, and being protective when I was on tour and having, being the deputy, like every actor, if you ever get a chance to be a deputy for production, that's a great way to start learning the rules and the bylaws and how to protect yourself. You know, because, you know, we work hard and we've earned it. We've earned it. Mm -hmm. We've earned the protection. We pay into the union. Um, And... They want to be there for you, you right. know. And when stuff goes down and they show up, 
they actually yeah. bring a regional person on Especially the road. Especially if there's a safety and issue. And sh- they show yeah. up mm-hmm. and they're there and they call an emergency meeting. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you're here. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you see something actually change. Yeah. You feel like, wow. You know, because we as actors, there's so many actors. Like when I was non-equity... We do so much. I know what you're going to say. We yes. do so much. Yes. We'll sleep in your worst housing, but yes. we're so happy to do the art. Yeah. Right. You know. We'll put we'll, ourselves in jeopardy we'll on put stage. Ourselves, oh, my God. We'll get hurt. And mm. we'll get hurt every single night. And we'll be like, because well, we okay. so I'm okay. I'm okay. I can we'll go just on. Grin and bear it. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And the union makes a way for you to be like, no, there has to be life after whatever show it is that you're right. doing. Mm-hmm. There has to be life after that. You know? And uh, so... I'm proud to be a part of Actors' Equity and SAG, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes it easy for me to give a stage for, like, um, the Actors' Fund mm-hmm. um, and raise money for, like, different... Broadway Cares. Broadway Cares mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I gladly do it. Mm-hmm. And I do it with a great deal of respect because I know that that union takes care of me. You know, they have taken care right. of me. Yeah. When my ends couldn't meet, the Actors' Fund have stepped in. Yeah. And made sure that I was okay. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. uh, the credit union, we have an Actors Federal Credit Union oh, wow. that gives uh, low interest loans for housing, yeah. cars, and you know, um, they're, they're great and so much better than a bank. And they know you, and they, right. you know, it's just, it's a great thing. We really have a great is. union. We do. Kate Shandell's doing a good job. She's good, doing a good job. She's doing a great job. Yeah. Yeah. I have some rapid fire questions for you. Okay. <laughs> if I want to know all about you. You ready? Oh shit! Maybe. Oh, I've had a little wine. Do I need my wine, Dave? Wait, what? (laughs) Here we go. All right. (laughs) Go ahead. Favorite color? (laughs) Green. Mine is green. Really? Do we have that in color? Common? Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. We did talk about that. Yes. Yes. See, we both have green. Green. Favorite candy? Oh, uh, mine is. um, Sour Patch Kids. Okay, it's a cross between Twizzlers, <laughs> not Red Vines, Twizzlers because I'm from New York, or and Mounds. Pull and peel Twizzlers? No, the regular. Oh, the regular. Oh, the regular. Yeah. Okay. People don't notice. I keep a Sour Patch Kid in my bra. <laughs> just in case I have to pull it out, <laughs> suck on it a little bit before I sing a high note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stick her back in. Oh my God. <laughs> Baby, you get you right together, right together. Yes, that's so funny. Favorite TV show? Oh, uh, mine is Golden Girls. Modern mm-hmm. Family. You said Modern Family. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, a good one. My favorite episode of Modern Family is I think it's this past season where Cameron and Mitchell were talking about. They had these people that were living upstairs, and they were like a praise band. Uh-huh. And my favorite line came from that episode. It was like, man shouldn't lie with another man. Unless they really, really love each other. <laughs> <laughs> Cam's playing drums and Mitchell's playing the tambourine. He like tambourines his way off the stage. Oh my gosh. Yeah, my favorite sh- episode. I do love that show. Oh my gosh. I do love that show. <laughs> they need some black people on that show though. I, I know. Do love that show. Let's go. <laughs> favorite pre-show meal? Pre-show meal. That's a good question. Um, I think it's one that doesn't fill me up but satisfies me, which would probably usually um, like a stir fry oh, vegetable, mm. stir fry vegetable and fish, or stir fry vegetable with a little chicken. And mm. I, I don't know if it's my favorite, but I, what I drink before every show, 
if I could have a meal, I have a meal. But I always have a like a skinny vanilla latte from with <laughs> a shot of espresso from Starbucks. <laughs> yes. That is my meal. Yes, she does. Yes, yes she does. Yes, I can attest to my that. meal before show. <laughs> she will have a Starbucks. How about a post show meal? Post show. Cereal. <laughs> Cereal. To tell you the truth, um, yeah, because I get a I get a sweet tooth late at night, and I don't want to eat like a full meal, mm-hmm. so I might have like a bowl of cereal or some fruit, something sweet. I'm gonna eat some protein, but then I the favorite is going to be the wine. Mm-hmm. I drink wine. Yeah, every day. yeah. Everybody should have wine every day. Sometimes I have a bad day. I drink wine every day. She has Should a she has a hat. It up? <laughs> <laughs> it's good for your, the doctors say it's good for your heart. So she you has a, a a hat that I love since got wine, and I knew I was gonna love this girl. <laughs> you know I have. A I hat. knew I was gonna love this girl, and I she has a hat that says got wine question mark. Not got milk. It's all about the wine. Is it bedazzled too? Then yes, it is. Yes. Favorite show currently running on Broadway. Ooh, currently. We're current now. Currently. Current. Waitress, probably? I haven't seen I haven't seen some of the new ones current. that just opened. But probably probably waitress. Current. My favorite current. Current. <laughs> I mean, stuff can open and close so fast. I know, I know. <laughs> Things, people come and go so quickly around yeah. here. <laughs> I know I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of shows mm-hmm. um, that have just opened. Okay. Um, the one that I saw that really rocked my world, I guess because that's current, that would be... Um, dang, what's the name of the show? Um, the Airplane one. Come from oh, away. Come, come from, from away. away. Yeah. Have I you seen, seen that? that? I haven't yet, but I'm so it. excited. Hey, to I see have it. not seen Hamilton. F- FYI, I haven't seen Hamilton. I, mean, I have not seen that yet. It's no. okay. I haven't seen so it. I can't list it. Yeah, I have, can't. I it's can't. okay. No, I know it's you've not. Seen it. I have. It's <laughs> and I know it is everything. It's sure it is. You know, it's one of those shows where you hoped. And this is such a terrible thing to say. Like, if I ever interview Lynn Manuel, please don't be mad at me. But <laughs> you know how people just hype it up so much, and you're like, "There's no way." Way, yes, that like it's Broadway, and then it is what yeah. it is, and you're like, "I'm so satisfied, I can't believe it." It's things that I never. I'm I'm a music director. I'm a musician. I like right. to sing, but everything about it, from the lighting to the choreography, which is stuff that I don't normally go to a show and I leave going, "Oh my god," mm-hmm. but it just was so fluid mm. the choreography led to the singing which led to the blocking which mm. led to the thousand light cues in mm. act one like mm. there's literally yeah. one thousand light cues and then if you read the book there's like the turntable turns this way when so-and-so's on it and then turns mm. this way it's crazy so it's got something for everybody mm-hmm. i think which makes it so beautiful it's not just a hip-hop rap show right it's got the technicalities and the choreography. Well, I mean, did you see In the Heights? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I saw it three times. It's so good. It was just yeah. such a refreshing... This is a breath of fresh air. Right. I saw. You know, so well done. But he's worked... Both In the Heights mm-hmm. and um, 
Hamilton. He worked on for years. Right. Well, people are always like, when's he going to do another one? I was like, hold oh on, man. Oh, my God. He worked He's for got six stuff years. Years in developing like, this. And it, it, to, to turn out to be that perfect, right. you know? It's time. It yeah. really is. Yeah. We bowl against him like Broadway bowling. And he'll come out and do like Broadway bowling. He's one of the nicest mm. people Ever. Have you seen the meme on Facebook that says, I want a man to look at me like Lin-Manuel looks at everything? Oh, that's cute. I'm going to send it to you because it's the fun. It's literally the face that he gets whenever he sees somebody that he just admires. Oh, that's he's, cute. He's awesome. As much of a fan as he is he's so a star, yeah, which yeah. I think is so cool. Good heart. Absolutely cool. Good heart. He's magic, man. What about a cast album that you love? Cast oh, album. That's fun. Oh, I love so many of them. Oh, yeah. um, That's a lot. Okay, so one that I do love is Into the Woods. I do love me some Into the Woods. Which one? Perfect Dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, she is like awesome. Like, I, I would love, love to play the witch. Uh, me too. Mm-hmm. I me really too. would love yeah. to play that yeah, witch. Yeah. I wish um, I was old enough to have seen Felicia do that. Um, I heard she yeah. was quite amazing. I'm sure she Imagine. was. I wish there was um, a, a videotape of her doing it. There is. It. Okay. If you, I'm going to send it to you. Okay. I love that score. That's okay. definitely there. Because I've seen Vanessa, and I, she did a great job. Mm-hmm. I just, my she wasn't my favorite, you know, mm-hmm. but I yeah. love Vanessa. But she was yeah, we love Vanessa. Favorite old school Broadway show before 1990. Favorite Broadway show before 1990? Mm-hmm. Oh, so many. <laughs> I'm old. Oh, Wiz was one. The Wiz was one of yeah. them. Wiz was definitely one. Um, of them. Dream Girls was one of them. Dream Girls. Um, uh, Sweeney Todd was one of them. Um, God, Sweeney Todd. I would not have. Oh, so I didn't love say Sweeney that. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> <laughs> love Sweeney Todd. Love Sweeney Todd. Um. What else? What else? What else? What else? Ragtime? Mm-hmm. No, that's not before 1990. Uh, is it 90? It, the original? Is it not 90? It was... No, was it? It, no, no. it was like 93-ish, 92 or yeah. something yeah. like that. Um, okay, so scratch. I just feel like they're underappreciated composers, though. I love me some errands and Oh, gosh, uh, yeah. yeah. I love them. I love both of them. As people, too. Um, I don't know. What, do you, what, what can you think of? I love. People might get mad at me when I say this stuff, but I I love cats. Like I love cats. <laughs> you know, I just do. I did listen to. It quite I don't a know bit. what the show is about, but I love. <laughs> I did listen to it quite a bit. People always like, "What is it about?" I'm like, "I don't know. It's about cats. Okay, it's about cats. <laughs> okay, and the music is really great." Um, <laughs> he did love- something right because it ran for a million years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's about cats. It's about <laughs> listening to it than it was actually. I mean, open thinking cat. It's about cats. Uh, <laughs> it's about cats. Too funny. <laughs> Favorite guilty pleasure snack. I have a million of them. I'm a dessert girl. Yes. Yeah, me too. Snack? I love me some pie. Okay. I love Apple, everything baked. Berry pies. Do you? Apple, peach, mm. blueberry, anything. Yes. Like it's a pie crust with butter. Mm-hmm. The buttery crust. Gotta have that crust though with the, with the berries, yeah. Make it right. Ice cream, I think, is like 
You just want to call it snack. I, ice cream. I just, I love ice cream. I can live. I can't live without ice bacon cream. too, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a while where Denny's, I don't know if you guys have been to Denny's, but Denny's used to do this, like, ice cream sundae that had bacon in it. Oh, my God. That would be so good. Like, bacon, ice cream, and pie? I think yeah. there were, yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Like, a pie with Clog bacon. Clog your arteries. <laughs> shoot your cholesterol. It's great. Fine. Get it off. All at the same time. It'll be great. Salty. Crunchy. <laughs> salty. See, I'm a savory person. My whole family is very sweet, and I'm a savory person. They're like, we don't know who you are. It's fine. <laughs> you are. I worked at the Melting Pot for a million years, so that's why I love Ooh, myself. Right? Mm. Fondue. Mm, so good. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Favorite season? Spring. Mine is fall. 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 Mine is fall. Fall. It's beautiful. Just, just like end of end of August into first week of September. Mm-hmm. It's like the best. I'm a Halloween baby. Okay. Oh, yeah, my husband. Good. That's not my favorite. He is. He's, He's born, born on, on Halloween. Halloween. Me too. Really? October thirty first. Yes. Oh, we got somebody coming. That's so funny. <laughs> and. Like, I think it's because I'm an actress and I'm always in costume that whenever <laughs> Halloween comes, I'm like, I'm so not doing a costume. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not my favorite holiday, but I do love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love fall season. Yeah. Like apples. Yes. And seeing I grew up clothes, in Syracuse. The clothes. The weather. Oh, the yes. Adirondack Mountains. Oh. Cider. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cider. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cider. Cider everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So romantic, yeah. right? So romantic, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, I'm going to say, if I can go back. I went to um, to Kenya. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that wow. was, if I could go back, that'd be my favorite big Asian wow. spot for sure. That really? was incredible. That was go. incredible. Like, yeah. There's so many places I haven't been yet still. Favorite vacation spot? I still haven't spot. been to Italy. My normal vacation spot is Vegas. I love Vegas. Like, I don't know. I love people, Vegas. I've played Vegas. Vegas is great. Vegas is really fun. And I thought Vegas was going to be gritty. gritty. It's not gritty. It's nice. It's quite nice. It's kind of clean. Well, no, because it's been, you know, since like the late 90s, it's been very family oriented. I love it. It gives you the lights. Back in the day, it wasn't. It gives you the shows. A little not bit that I know, because I'm not that old. I'm not, I love Vegas. Vegas, Vegas is, is my very spot. Cool. Yeah. You can catch Britney Spears. You know what your, your pack of people. You know you it. Bad. Celine's there. Get a cheap ticket. Yeah. Vegas. I almost went. I kind of mad I didn't. Here's a three-parter. Ooh. Dream role, past, present, and future. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Present and future. Well, our fu- both of our futures is easy because it hasn't been written yet. Right. Right? Right. We were talking about that. We actually have these questions sometimes in the dress room. We're getting yeah. makeup on for the show. Yeah. We're like, what is your dream role? Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm the star. <laughs> I'm on the marquee outside the door. I'm getting paid this amount of money. <laughs> And, she said. and I said that. Yep. And what did you say? I said, um, I want to be able to make people laugh and cry was, at the same time. I was like, my dream role is is the role that's going to actually have a sequel, and I'm talking film. Okay. <laughs> my dream role is the dream is the role that has the the movie and it has a sequel and it has the third part and then it has like the dolls and the commercial, the like T-shirts Wars, and the like, thing, okay. you, know, like you know Marvel and DC <laughs> Comics and that okay. would be like a dream role. Um, Past, I guess, would be 
Dina and mm-hmm. Girls. Present. What do you mean present? Like, is there a role that you've just recently played that you're like, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Bucket list, all the things. Um, my- yeah, I think oh. um, that you recently played. Okay, I played. Um, I pl- uh, I did Millie. Uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie. Yes, you yeah, did. You did. I did and, my research. Um, yes, you did. And uh, that was really fun. Um, I love her. And Next to Normal. I didn't think that was going to be... Really? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know... I never saw Next to Normal. I had friends who saw it multiple times. And I was like, what is going on <laughs> in that show? <laughs> what is happening? And um, and then I listened to a couple of songs because uh, I worked with Tom Kitt and I know he's brilliant and and I listened to a couple of songs. And I was like, oh, oh, it's a mother and oh, she lost her son and oh, okay. And then, <laughs> you know, and then I auditioned for like a small production of it in New York in the lower lower side of New York and and uh, and I got it and and I was like, all these songs are mine. I gotta sing all of this? Are you kidding me? And we oh, have yeah. how many? We have two weeks to put this up? Are you kidding me? It's a hard show. Oh, oh. my god! I was like, oh, okay, this is this is serious. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, after I learned the show, I, I loved it, and I wanted to do it again on a bigger scale somewhere. Is it a hard show to separate yourself from that part? Because I know it's a lot of. Um, it's very emotional. Of- yeah, it's um, it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting, and to do two and two in one day is it's exhausting, vocally and emotionally exhausting. Because I oh just cry. Yeah. I mean, I cry. I mean, tears, real tears in that show. And it's not it's not hard mm. to get there emotionally because the way it's written mm-hmm. is beautiful, just beautiful. Mm. Well, mine will be Dinah Washington when I got a chance. When I Dinah was? Dinah was. Mm. I loved playing that role. Wow. The mm. music was lush. The score was full. Yeah. What I score was that? Or what show was that? Uh, it was called Dinah Was, but the Dinah Washington story. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Lily East did it on Broadway. Yes. And um, I got to do it in Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah. And not only did I get to do it in Massachusetts, but the, the role was offered to me. And... I was brazen and I asked the director, can I help him cast the show? So I was able to have, be surrounded by my friends. Wow. Doing it. That's amazing. You know, and that was like the first time that's ever happened where I'm in the room. I'm like, my friend, my friend, my friend, they're great. Mm. And we're all in the rehearsal process and oh, wow. making magic. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So I would love to go go back to that. And it's great when you can be trusted in that, right. that area. And they, all your friends come through, mm-hmm. and the director's like, "Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're perfect. You know, mm-hmm. that's amazing." So like, yeah, I know good people. <laughs> that's I incredible. Know good these parts. Yeah, that's Thanks. incredible. So I have a couple more questions for you. It's gonna get, it's gonna get dangerous now. Who are your musical mentors? Musical. That you've met or you haven't met, that you Musical just have grown up listening to. Oh and... gosh! I think we we actually talked about we this. did really yeah. yeah. Let me get you to say it though. When, okay. <laughs> when we first when we first met, and we were going over some of the material uh, for the Wiz. Uh huh. Um, I listened um, to Billie Holiday, Roberta Flack, Ella Fitzgerald, uh-huh. um, who is a hundred. 
to, who would have been 100 today or yesterday? I can't remember. Oh, really? I don't know. Okay. She was born in Newport News, wow. which is like 15 Newport minutes Newport News, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, I mean, I listen to a lot, I mean, so much music from opera to straight-ahead jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as, like, my vocal inspiration, my personal vocal inspiration, it was um, those three ladies. And then when I got a little older, um, Natalie Cole, when mm-hmm. she when she started doing her father's stuff, mm-hmm. um, even though I loved her, her older stuff, Inseparable mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, and this will be... When she started doing her father's stuff, I um, immediately related to everything she sang. I, I I played that album to death, that <laughs> CD to death, and um, wanted to um, do something like that. I loved standards. I loved Broadway standards mm-hmm. because I, I, for some reason, I just felt connected to that material. It's like almost I was, like almost I was born too late or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And um, and I still to this day, you know, that's 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 what I love to sing. Yeah, for me, I I grew up listening to a lot. Well, I'm Church of God in Christ, Kojic. I've listened to a lot of Clark Sisters and um, Mahalia Jackson, mm-hmm. like that. Just I just grew up with those sounds in my ear. And um, but the first. Um, musical theatery person that really you know helped me with my phrasing and storytelling was Barbara Streisand mm-hmm. like I just remember just listening to her like albums just being locked in my room and just listening to her sing a song and telling a story and the way she leaned on a lyric or fell off something mm-hmm. and just like I learned how to sing like storybook songs. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. felt like that with Jar- with Judy Garland. I felt the same yeah. thing with Judy Garland. Yeah. The way she would phrase things and the way she would tell the story. Like she didn't feel like she was just singing a oh song. She gosh. was she was telling a story from her gut. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like she had Barbara Streisand. Like I feel like like think about Barbara Streisand when she all the stories that I've heard her sing, I felt like she was inviting my imagination. Like, even though I didn't see those shows as a child, my mother wasn't bringing me to no Broadway show or anything mm-hmm. like that. I felt like I could listen to her and imagine what was happening. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was seeing the show. Mm-hmm. Like, through imagination. Like, she really awakened my imagination through just voice. That's amazing. Yeah. Who just had her 75th birthday. Boom. Yes. On Monday or yes, something. Yes, she did. Yeah. It was Monday, yeah. It's yeah. insane. And now she's going back out on tour. Last question. Yes. So on the show, I like to have the previous guest ask questions for the future guest, but neither know who they are. So it's a little bit of a mystery. So this question <laughs> was, what is the first Broadway show? What was your first Broadway show? How did you feel about it and why? That I saw? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, now you're going to date me. Damn. I can't tell you that. <laughs> What's up with that? I know exactly Question. the first Broadway show. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to tell you. It was you. Hamilton, and she feels oh, great about it. There it is, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeez. Jeez. We ain't about to be dated. So, no, I mean, really, for real. Another question. What was one of your most memorable Broadway shows that you saw? How did you feel about it and why? There we go. Okay, that's good. Okay. Memorable Broadway show that we saw. How did you feel about it and why oh okay chorus line a chorus mm. line mm. that was one of the early ones that I saw mm-hmm. not the first 
Um, and of course, like everybody knows, the chorus line was about <laughs> the business. It was mm-hmm. about auditioning for a Broadway show. <laughs> well, it ran a long time. It ran a very long time, so I don't even remember what year it was. I'm kidding. Um, really, <laughs> and um, I'd, me and my brother saw it together. And um, we were just like, oh my God. It was just, it was the business. We felt like it was the business of Broadway, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to us. And and then we were like, we left the theater just elated. We are like, what are we going to do now? Right. Well, oh, I, could, I was going to say, we went to go see a movie. I'm not going to tell you which one, because then you'll know the year. <laughs> and you'll know the year, because it was a big movie. It was ham- it was frozen, everybody. It was frozen. It was frozen. It was frozen. It was frozen. frozen. She let it go, and it was and great. And then the, the guy who played Paul mm-hmm. in the chorus line was online in front of us. No way. Yes! Wow. To get tickets to the movie to see Frozen. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, we were like, oh, my God, that's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. He played Paul. Oh, my God, he's right in front of us. And, um... And, you know, and then, you know, I come from Long Island and I was very sheltered and stuff like that. And so he had his boyfriend there, but, but like, we didn't, like, know about that kind of thing. And, um, <laughs> and so we were just like, what's happening? They had their arms around each other. And so, <laughs> and so my brother was like, excuse me. He was the bold one because I was too quiet and shy. And he was like, excuse me. We just want to say we saw it. We just saw you in Chorus Line. We just thought you were great. And he kind of like... Like to not break the illusion or whatever, he kind of like, like shied away from his boyfriend. Oh, <laughs> and was like, oh, you know, that's great. You know? and then he asked us about ourselves and stuff, and you know, I was like, oh, I'm a dancer, and, and he was like, oh, that's wonderful. It was so, it was so exciting to see the show and then to meet this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you just went way back as it's a child. A show, sparkle in your eyes. Like, you know, could you imagine? Just like, cheese. Oh. Such a beautiful show. Line, a chorus line. Chorus line. It's a hard show. God, I'm oh a dancer. What about you? Um, the, the show that was it again? The question. Your most memorable Broadway show that you've seen. Okay. This, How did you feel? On I that? Just, the, this the, the reason why I'm saying this because I've seen the show so many times. Um, the color purple. I've seen that mm. with every single ceiling. Did you see Zipporah? I've you seen them Zipporah? all. I've seen every <laughs> single ceiling. So every funny. single ceiling. I've seen that show so many times. I'm not going to say I love Fantasia the best, but because I don't know who's listening. <laughs> but what I will say is I felt like she was born to be that role. Mm-hmm. Like she... She, even though she's not a professional actress and a profession in the business, there was something very raw about her. Mm-hmm. That well, wasn't she dealing made, with a lot at that time too? Oh my god, she made my heart so bleed. Much. She made my heart bleed. Yeah. And I've loved them all. I mean, I've loved them all. Mm-hmm. They've all given something extra special and different. Um, those sealies. Um, I love the score, Linda Twine, mm-hmm. with what they've done with the music, and I love the movie. You know, mm-hmm. I love the movie. And I was the first person thinking, oh, this don't mess this up. Do not right. mess this up. Like, this is not going to be good. Like, I was just, like, on board with that. And then when I saw it, I just couldn't believe, I just couldn't believe how moved I was by the storytelling mm-hmm. of The Color Purple. 
Yeah. I, I saw the original and I don't remember I saw the original. a ton about it. No? I don't. It, it was one of those, I was wow. such a such a selfish pianist back in those days where like if it didn't have a crazy score I was like not interested wow it was we and my friend and I were talking about it the other day it just didn't have this huge piano score with Mm. all of these crazy sounds Mm -hmm. and runs and riffs in terms of the orchestra right and so it just wasn't anything that I related to and especially at that point in my life interesting and then I saw the revival and I don't know that I've ever (laughs) I don't know that I've ever had to collect myself after a show. Like, I've been oh, yeah, moved by theater. Yeah. Been moved by theater and have enjoyed watching shows and have felt emotional connections. But that was the first time that I ever got done with a show and people wanted to talk to me. And I was like, oh, no, no. This, I need a moment. I'm about two hours out until you can say anything to me. <laughs> wow. Like, Heather Hadley put me in the palm of her hand and was Wasn't like, Roy George, you mm. just need to cry a little bit. Mm. And I did. And then I was like, I got this. I'm going to get through the end of the show. And then Cynthia Riva was like, but you're not. <laughs> and it's okay. Heather Helley's amazing. Oh. She's one of the nicest people ever. So good. When so talking good. about, like, phrasing, we were talking about Streisand and just She's how they tell the story. And just listening to her in the two and a half minutes that was her song in The Color Purple. She's great. You could hear a pin drop mm. multiple times. Yeah. And it was just... She yeah. just told the story, and you right. just felt like she's just singing to me. Okay, I'm with you. But you know what? Lion King has that magic, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they really took a gamble with this new girl that came out. Lion King really changed the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, with this storytelling and things like that. Show. Good it's gracious. still pretty much untouchable. Mm-hmm. No one is quite has done it like the Lion King. And it should be. It should run forever. It rocks. I mean, and it's it's (laughs) exactly like uh, Hamilton. It's got something for everybody. It's got the lighting design that is to kill for. Mm -hmm. The costumes that are insane. Mm -hmm. The chiropractor that all the cast members need. Like, it's just, (laughs) it's so cool. The strings and the voices and the, The costumes and the props and sets. And Mm -hmm. it's just beautiful. So Mm -hmm. I think that was one of those two for me that I was like, how are you making this animated movie? They did it with Beauty and the Beast, but it's Mm. Beauty and the Beast. You can make anything enchanted and you're in a castle. Well, this is an African safari, so good luck, Disney. And they did it. They did it. And did it well. Right. Mm. Oh, that's funny. Broadway is an exciting animal. It is. It is. <laughs> it's not overrated, y'all. It is really not. As a it's patron, not. as just an audience member, it's, you know. There's nothing like it. I nothing. tell people, I too, like, go see the tours, see the community theater shows, see what you can see, wherever that may be. Mm-hmm. But once, once in go a while. see a Broadway yeah, show. Go, go There's nothing York. like that overture. Go to New York and go see a Broadway show. Haven't seen Wicked quite a few times. Mm-hmm. There's still nothing like that still first B minor chord. Oh and gosh, then you're right. And the smoke mm-hmm. comes out of the dragon and the mm-hmm. monkeys mm-hmm. fly all over. Yeah, you're right. It's like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it still it kills. kills you. Yeah. It kills. It, it no really matter does. how many times you've seen it. It really does. Les Mis, same thing. Yeah. Those first few notes of And it's down nothing and... like being in a room, in a rehearsal process with those genius minds. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. surrounded by them. And you're like, I'm in this space, too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And you only <laughs> hope that it lasts. Is there, <laughs> yeah. a, is there a genius mind that you both have worked with that you left for a day of rehearsal and were like, I don't even, what just happened to me? This was brilliant, and I don't even know what just happened. 
pens. Like a, a genius mind that just like. Everything. Yeah. This yeah. Thank you. Um, oh wait a minute. Oh yeah. I don't think there was a a time where I left rehearsal and was like, "What just happened?" But like in a good way. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I know what you mean. But um, I tell you, there was a moment, and it wasn't about a director. It was about the material. Mm-hmm. Um. And I have this on my website too. It was um, when I was when we were in rehearsal for Ragtime, early early rehearsals, music rehearsals, and um, the music director just stopped. Like he was teaching us the music, and he just stopped in the middle. He was just like, "Guys, are we the luckiest people in the world to be learning this music right now?" Mm-hmm. And we were like, "Yes!" Yeah. We're like, "Yes!" Because it was just it was surreal. Mm-hmm. We had all loved this musical because we were reviving it. We had right. all loved this musical in the '90s, and here we are, you know, whatever it was, twelve years later, trying to you know mm-hmm. mount it again and doing it and and trying to give it you know justice. Right. And it was just the most beautiful music. Mm-hmm. It was so pretty. And we were learning it, and he just, he, he just, he got overcome, and he just said what we were all thinking. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's one of those shows, too, that when I was younger and listened to it, I shelved it, because it wasn't one of those crazy piano, oh. oddly oh, enough. But it was. Right, oddly enough. It was the But piano. I was like, oh, no, that's too hard. I'm not learning that. That's never happening. I mean, but the, then the years later, it was like, yeah. all right. Yeah. And now I, I recently just saw it at a summer camp that I teach at, and... The political climate that we are in currently, yeah. I forgot the story. Mm. It's just been so long since I've seen it and done the research on it, mm. and I forgot the story and was a mess mm-hmm. because we're at this Which camp one? on a barn, ragtime, oh, yeah. camp on a barn, you know, in a hill far away with no cell phone reception, and what's happening on that stage is yeah. what's happening all over the country mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. and it was mind blowing and yeah. it takes on a whole new feel when you know people in the show I think do you write? I write my dreams mm-hmm. no I don't write I, <laughs> I don't I arrange but I don't write mm-hmm. okay you know what It's. I'll admit this on actual podcast it freaks me out I'm too scared okay because I have a whole lot of stuff up here and yeah. in here, but I feel like putting it out there gives people the ability to say no or yes, and that freaks oh, me out. Oh, definitely. It's true. Freaks me out. Anytime you put true. any creativity out there so for I'll people just to judge, cover stuff. It's true. And you yeah. give me all your music, and I'll sing it and play it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Nothing I have to do with them. I know. Face the music. Yeah. I do. Pun intended. So are you both on Instagram, Twitter, tell me everything so that everybody can look you up and yeah. find you. I am Leona Michelle on Facebook and on on Instagram I'm Lainey Weaver, that's L A I N Y W A V E R at Yahoo. Lainey <laughs> <laughs> Weaver. Wait, is it at Yahoo? Lainey Weaver. Lainey, just Lainey Weaver. W-E-A? W- W-E-A-V-E-R. Who am I on Twitter? <laughs> she don't even know. 
I'm only on Facebook. I am not a, so, a social media girl, but I think I will be um, in the future. I probably will be on Twitter. But you have websites. I do have websites. NicolePowell.com. And of course, Nicole Powell on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah, I'm going to update the website. But I'll probably be doing Instagram and Twitter um, later when I start a new project, which you know about, which we won't talk about yet. I won't talk about it. But I do know about it, so stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. She'll yeah. be on again. Follow <laughs> us, guys. Follow us. Please do. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh. And by the way, everybody, they just did a rock and show of the ways at Norfolk uh, Virginia Stage Company, the Wells Theater, Norfolk yeah. State, all the things. So <laughs> they have stayed the length to do this podcast after the show, awesome. and I appreciate it. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We love and you. now we get to go to bed. And Yay! Do it Yay! <laughs> Oh, by the way, and they had two shows. They had a show at 10.30. Oh, yes. Because I genuinely thought it was at 10 o'clock and got here. I, me too! So early. I, I got you see up here? I oh, my God. half hour. And our stage we manager was like, half hour. And we're like, um, it's 10 o'clock. I'm what do you mean? I'm having the same thing. <laughs> I'm I wasn't the only one. We were like, half, half hour. I was here, and one of our girls, one of our pit singers who comes to Equity Call wasn't here. And I was like, somebody needs to call her and wake her up. <laughs> And the stage manager was like, this is your half-hour call. I was like, why am I here? Yeah, We're not crazy. Oh, gosh. And then you get those kids that are like, well, you didn't read your email. And I was like, I did. I'm positive it was at 10. I could have sworn it was. So now it's time for bed, everybody. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. It's crazy. Nicole was worried about it. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, as much as I enjoyed having some time to chat with these incredible, incredible ladies. Anyways, I just wanted to correct something because, of course, when you're drinking some wine, having some fun and reminiscing, you get things a little bit confused. But I just wanted to correct Leona's uh, Twitter and Instagram. And her Twitter is at Leona Michelle, L-A-I-O-N-A-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. And her Instagram is Lainey Weaver, L-A-I-N-Y-W-E-A-V-E-R. So please check out Nicole, check out uh, Leona, and um, if you missed The Wiz at the Wells, you missed a fantastic show, but go to virginiastagecompany.org and you can catch them at VA Stage on Instagram and VA Stage on Twitter, and you can see some of the backstage videos of um, our incredible associate producer, Patrick Mullins, he uh, put together for us. So check those out, vastage.org on Instagram and on the web, and of course, check out Leona and Nicole, and I am so thankful that you were able to join us. Have a great day, everybody. Talk to you when I talk to you. Bye.